On this episode of Dead Drop News, we're talking about ads in video games, Joy-Con Drift, Pokemon Go for Depression, a new Tales of the Borderlands, and God of War Ragnarok, announced coming soon. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secret cachet of game news delivered safely and securely to your podcast player. I'm Matt Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. As you might have guessed, we've taken a week off from the Dead Drop news just over the Easter break, just to rest, to recharge, plug in the old batteries and get a bit more energy in there. I'm sure all of you could have used a little bit as well over that holiday period. So we're back again, and this is your transfer from the 25th of April, 2022. Here are the news stories that you need to know. Over the last week, there have been reports from Video Games Chronicle and other sources that Microsoft and Sony are equally thinking about including ads in free-to-play games that are available on their platforms. This is exactly what you think it is. Ads integrated on billboards, signs, and other related places that aren't out of place in the games, or at least that's what they indicate as part of the reporting. Ads in video games are a bit of a sore subject, particularly for those that play them. It can be intrusive, disruptive, and most people are pretty much against it. The fact that Microsoft and Sony are exploring these opportunities now could mean that they're making their own internal ad marketplaces to sell directly to only the people that they would prefer to expose their ads to gamers. It also means they're curating this for the consumer, the people that they sell their games to. While this sounds good, it may be a bad thing for us in the end. It's really hard to say at this stage. It can be a bit of a slippery slope when we're talking about integrating ads in video games. So. The things that these articles don't talk about necessarily, or that you should all consider, is if there is benefit for you as the consumer for these ads being in video games. Is having a platform, a marketplace for each of these platforms dangerous for you? And what information are they gathering about players that they can sell onto third parties? We've always talked about social media in this respect, that if something is free, the money isn't the product, but you are in fact the product. So just keep that in mind. And if you'd like to hear more about my own musings about ads in video games on the recent episode of the Game & Watch podcast, that's episode 84, I talk a little bit further. Check out the link in the show notes and give it a bit of a listen. Last week, there was a leak about PlayStation exclusives, PlayStation development, and a bunch of other stuff from you slash rock agent, obviously coming from Reddit. While he is a high profile leaker, he has been known to leak content that has been accurate and correct. Here he is saying that there is going to be a reduction in the number of PS4 games currently in development that are available cross-platform. They're going to be focusing more on PS5. The more groundbreaking part of this leak is that there's going to be more PlayStation games that are ported to PC and much more often. This would make sense considering how Horizon Zero Dawn performed and the recent release of God of War 2018 in January. They've all done incredibly well, so it makes sense that PlayStation would be making the decision to get external studios to port their games to PC. It may not be a day and date release, but the fact that they become available is going to be a good thing all around. There is also a mention of God of War Ragnarok, which we'll mention in a story in just a minute. They have mentioned that the development of God of War Ragnarok on PS4 has been incredible, that the game actually looks like it's going to be pretty good, even though it's on an older console. So hopefully that's good news for anyone who hasn't been able to pick up a PS5 just yet. It's definitely good news for me. When the Nintendo Switch was released, there were a lot of players that were having issues with stick drift, 
which is the analog stick moving in a direction, but in the neutral position, it still seems to drift in one direction or the other. A recent report in Eurogamer has said that there's been thousands and thousands per week that were returned in that period to Nintendo for repairs or replacement. Nintendo had pledged to replace the Joy-Cons that were sent in, and then there were repair teams that were brought in to repair the devices instead of just replacing them. That was obviously because they couldn't manufacture enough Joy-Cons to replace the amount that was coming in. It also meant that the repair teams that were in Nintendo had a lot of trouble repairing them at a rate that meant that they were effective every time. So there were a lot of mistakes being made. The Nintendo Switch has been an incredibly successful platform. The fact that it overstepped a major hardware issue like this in the way it did to still become one of the highest selling consoles of our generation, it is no mean feat. While this is a report that's come out of Nintendo US, there is still an EU pledge to investigate this stuff and there are still some lawsuits that need to be resolved as part of this as well. A recent study by the London School of Economics has shown that people who played Pokemon Go exhibited less depression-related searches in their internet search history while playing the game. The reason they could do this study is that it was a location-based rollout, so there were some areas that could access the game and some that couldn't, and comparing the two showed that there were some players who were doing less depression-related searches in their internet history. Now, the study does state that this is a short-term result, so a little bit of Pokemon Go will alleviate some of these searches, but then eventually they will continue. It also doesn't mean that we should infer that playing Pokemon Go is a cure for depression, or that just going outside does the trick there, but going outside, connecting with nature, and connecting with other people has been shown to have an impact on depression. For more details on the study, link is in the show notes. A new Tales from the Borderlands game has been announced at PAX East on Thursday last week. Gearbox CEO Randy Pitchford let fans know that the project is currently underway, that the game will be released later this year, and that in fact it's been secretly in development for the last several years. The last title from Tales of the Borderlands was developed by Telltale Games, which closed in 2018, and the franchise was then sold to 2K Games, who was the owner of the Borderlands franchise. So if you were a fan of Tales of the Borderlands previously, hopefully we're looking forward to more of the same. If you're a God of War fan, you're probably wondering where the next game is and why it hasn't come out yet. I myself was wondering why it didn't come out in April in this month. Santa Monica Studios has now come out and said that they are still hard at work developing the game. And Bruno Valasquez on Twitter has confirmed that the game will be coming out in 2022. People at this stage with no extra information or additional content coming out about the game would be wary that it may be coming out next year as a delayed release, but we've been promised on Twitter and if that's all we've got to go on, then we might as well. Uh, Corey Barlog has also done a bit of reporting himself and said that the team is hard at work, that they are doing all those aspects to fine tune and tweak the game to make sure it's up to their standards. They have also mentioned a couple of extra things about the game. More importantly, that it's going to be the last one in the series due to the excessive development time required to make it. On the positive side, it does look like GPU prices are starting to drop, and this is no better news than for us Australians who are looking to purchase and upgrade our graphics cards in our PCs to play some of those next-gen games. So there's no actual story here. There's a lot of stories coming out in the news about GPU prices dropping for this reason or that reason but actually seeing the results in the shop fronts that you prefer to go to is the most important thing. 
I myself have recently managed to purchase an RTX 3060 for about half the price that it was six months to a year ago. So I would urge you, if you have been thinking about upgrading, track down all your sites, keep an eye on them, and just watch those prices drop over time. And very quickly before we wrap up, a quick recommendation about a podcast that I discovered recently. Uh, the State of the Ark podcast from Resident Ark is currently doing a narrative-based exploration of Final Fantasy X or Final Fantasy X on YouTube and other platforms. I am really enjoying it. FFX was a game that I enjoyed in my youth and enjoy to this day. One of my favorites of all time. And if you're a fan as well, or even if you're not, looking for a bit of exploration, research and investigation into the development of the game and exploration of the narrative is done really well by those guys. So check out State of the Ark podcast. Link will be in the show notes. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop community. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. For any question or comments, email me at deaddroppod at gmail.com and I'll read them out on the show. Join me every Monday and Thursday to discuss the latest game news. Make sure you tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days. Thank you.